Hey everybody, welcome back to the Carol Connection. I did want to take a chance to shout out Angela Sabatini on episode 18. Wow, 18 guys, that's that's a crazy number for me. I never thought I'd even get past like two or three, like to actually get to 18 and keep building. This is episode 19. It's really exciting. And if you haven't checked that out, it's a really good conversation. I hadn't seen Angela in a fucking minute. It's been uh, years. We were really close friends and personal trainer, dietitian, went to school for, nutritionist, Check him out. Check his Instagram out. It's all on my Instagram. I tagged him in a lot of my videos, and it's really great great to listen to and just to converse with other people, especially during the pandemic and start doing the podcast again. It's It's been fucking great. But today I'm here with another great guest by the name of Matthew Ferreira. How you doing, Matt? I'm great. How are you doing? Doing great. Glad you can make it out there. And I do want to just say I appreciate you for being one of those first people that came out and like supported the podcast right away, and like you messaged me and we had a conversation, and closer towards this we talked about actually recording the podcast and like getting this going and i appreciate you taking time out of your day and sitting down with me absolutely man i mean i was super impressed when you actually came out and said you're going to do this a lot of people won't make that jump mm. right i mean it's a lot of effort it's a lot of time i'm sure you spend hours and hours did, making yeah. this stuff so and I, I don't think people understand that right so i want to make sure it's known uh and yeah i was just impressed and i wanted to support it fully thank you i really appreciate it because there's a lot of like extra stuff that goes in with it, just editing, creating content and posts for my social media pages. Like there isn't just like you hit record and record for 45 minutes to an hour. It's not just that. And some people get it and some people don't. I think I've, I learned a lot from actually one of the podcasts I've been put onto recently by a friend is Call Our Daddy. And like, that is a very popular podcast, especially with women. And I think a lot of males, you hear me out there, guys, fellas, I know it's like a sex podcast, but they give some fantastic advice. Well, it's just Alex Cooper now, but she gives some fantastic advice. She's a great personality to have on a podcast. They're one of the most, I think, I think they're number one on Apple Podcasts right now. Like, they just passed Joe Rogan after the literal spiel and stuff. Like, that's crazy. It's a very popular one. And even Joe Rogan, obviously, I fucking preach Joe Rogan like there's no tomorrow. Mm. But his, he just made a fucking crazy move to uh, Spotify. So he's going to be exclusively to Spotify at the end of the year. I think that's a crazy move for podcasting in general to be more open and getting, he's pulling off YouTube and going straight towards Spotify so he doesn't have to get like cut off and stuff. So cool stuff. But back to this kind of match, tell me a little bit about what you've been doing and kind of all that stuff. So the audience kind of gets a feel for who you are. Sure. Absolutely. I mean, uh, right now I I'm an engineer, an information security engineer. So for anyone who knows me, that's kind of what I've been about my whole life was, uh, it, uh, you know, security, that type of stuff. Uh, but now I'm actually an investor as well. I own a few properties. So I've been doing that uh, in my part time, uh, trying to do more of it. And I'm also starting on Instagram now to do like financial type stuff, uh, helping people understand how to buy houses, how to understand money, you know, investing, wealth building, that type of stuff. Uh, it's It's been something that I've loved ever since a very young age. And I wanted to start sharing with other people so that way they could kind of, you know, get to my level, so to speak, right? And mm. start growing as a person, grow their income uh, and set themselves up for success in the future. Yeah, I've definitely noticed too, more on your Instagram too recently. Well, started following you on Instagram. Obviously, we've been friends on Facebook, but for some reason, I didn't have you on Instagram. But I like the way you post a lot of the quotes that you post and like those specific posts from different accounts. I do like that that type of stuff because that kind of it's kind of the stuff that's up my alley too where I share a lot of stuff on my Instagram where it's more like the quotes and the videos and stuff like that because like that's obviously what I'm preaching on my podcast and my platforms. So like 
that's why I appreciate you doing what you do. Kind of tell me a little bit, because obviously we talked about beforehand about your parents and how the impact that they had and getting you into real estate too. So kind of touch upon that for people. Yeah, I mean, both of my parents are from Portugal, right? So my dad came from the Azores and my mom came from mainland Portugal. Mm -hmm. Uh, They moved here, very young age, uh, had somewhat of a, I wouldn't say difficult life, but it wasn't the easiest for them. Uh, They actually lived right up the road from each other, ended up meeting, you know, getting married, having us, and they invested in property themselves, right? They bought rental properties and I've been around rental properties ever since a very, very young age. Um, And honestly, I've learned so much from them. Uh, they've taught me how to do demolition projects, builds, you know, kitchens, bathrooms, all that kind of stuff. And I, I think that's what led me into being a property investor now. I just had so much knowledge about the industry and, you know, managing tenants, uh, collecting rent, all that type of stuff. And I think it would be kind of dumb not to go into that industry since mm-hmm. I have this overwhelming knowledge about it. And they they did it in the traditional aspect. And seeing that I'm younger, I'm bringing all like the new type stuff into it, right? Like online rent payments mm-hmm. and online listings for, you know, property or, you know, renting out apartments, that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I put my own twist on it, but I literally can't thank them enough for the amount of information they've fed me, even if it's just subconsciously, just being around it, you know, understanding that, you know, collecting thousands of dollars worth of rent is kind of normal, right? Because like, I think people who get into the property business, they don't understand how much it's a cash business. Like you could walk around with $10,000. Like that's Hmm. not outside the realm of possibility. And just being introduced to it at a young age, understanding it. uh, Yeah, I can't thank them enough for it. Yeah, I think that's really awesome, especially at a young age, because I've never been really exposed to that. And something we talked on before about off the podcast, I guess about was just getting real estate, buying real estate and setting that extra income besides what you do. And I think a lot of people don't do that in their lives. And that's something that's not taught in school is like having that second income that you can build off of. And I think we talked about a little, like you kind of said it was like kind of like possibly like a retirement fund in the future. And like you're building this like portfolio of like different assets that you have. And I think that's definitely crucial to do. And especially at a young age, I think that's so awesome that your parents kind of got you into like the demolition and getting into that process. Cause like, I mean, look at the kids nowadays. I mean, we're just inside a lot of these kids and just playing video games and they're not getting that hands-on experience and it's not even being pushed in the schools. I think a lot of the problem too is just trades are kind of just not put out there in front. I think that's something that we talked about and if you want to touch about that too. Yeah, I mean, if I could go back in time and go back to high school, I honestly would not be an engineer right now. I would have gone back, been an electrician, a plumber or something like that. I think we're going to have this huge gap in the market come up real soon because most of the people who are engineers, I'm sorry, uh, that are plumbers, uh, electricians, and those mm-hmm. type, the trades people, they're all older now, right? So we're going to have this giant gap of, you know, needing trades people to build houses or fix electrical issues, all that type of stuff. And honestly, I'd go back and do that. I would. They make a lot of money, right? Like upwards of $50 an hour when they become masters. And there's no education cost. Like, I think it's a few hundred bucks to get, Mm. you know, your certification or whatever it's called. And then you're making money. And then you learn on the job. Like, it's, um, what do you call it? It's like a mentorship. I forget the name of it. Apprenticeship. Apprenticeship. Yeah, Yeah. exactly. So it's super powerful. Honestly, I would recommend anybody who wants to be financially successful to think about that. Because it it translates beautifully over to real estate. Oh, for sure. Because, like, I mean... You're doing the work. And it's that, I feel like that would save you a lot of money. I mean, I could be wrong. A but ton. Yeah. Absolutely. If you do the work yourself, you will save a ton of money. That's smart. I mean, that's something I definitely want to get more into in the future is just like being having those real estate properties. I mean, obviously, I'm 
I do my accounting stuff in this, like as my profession, and I don't talk about that too much because like it's something that's why I went to do accounting was more just to understand the financials. Like I think a lot of people go to school and like they don't know what they want and they don't know how to apply what they learn. Obviously, you have the class of people who go for nursing and all that other stuff, like specific education towards their actual careers. But when we're talking about business, sometimes people don't know how to take a business degree and apply it to what they want to do. And then you start your own business, but not everyone can or should start their own business. Some people are really good workers and you stay in that path and do your thing. But like, if you're one of those people like me or you, where you want to be that person in front, you want to be building yourself and creating this whole dynamic to your personality and being your own person. And like, I don't know, owning stuff is kind of like the goal has always been my goal too. I think that's something that you could kind of touch upon too is the ownership of things. Yeah. I mean, in terms of property in general, uh, that makes millionaires every single year. Mm -hmm. Like if you really want to be financially successful, you need property. Like every, look up anyone who's on the billionaires list, anyone who's on a millionaire that you know, they all own property. Okay. It's Shaq's a really good person to look at. Yes. And he even says it. He says it all the time. He's like, buy, I forgot what he says exactly, but it's like, buy things that you know are valuable, Mm. right? Or that people find value in and you'll become successful. I think he heard it from like Jeff Bezos or something like that. And it's just create value. That's what it is. And housing is a huge valuable thing. Like like, you need a place to live, Mm. right? That's just a fact. Uh, Whether it's a, a good market, bad market, we're in a depression, we're not in a depression, people need somewhere to live. And that's just, that's just the truth. For sure. And I think something that we could touch or you could try to touch upon too is just what were some of the hurdles too when you first started buying real estate and buying properties like what were some of those hurdles that you first encountered i'd say the biggest one is the education right uh you can talk to a lot of agents to buy Mm -hmm. houses in, in the traditional aspect and no matter how many you talk to, they will never give you the full picture, mm-hmm. right? There is a lot of costs other than buying a house, right? You have inspections, you have appraisals, uh, you have loan costs, and nobody talks about those things. And then you also need cash reserves, right? You might have enough for the down payment, but the bank expects you to have money available uh, just in case something bad happens. So there's so much more to it than just, okay, I, I've got the 20% down payment or the 3% down payment, and I can buy the house. It's a lot more. Mm. Also, too, I guess you could touch upon, too, is like you're obviously clearly passionate about this stuff, too. Yeah. Tell me how that kind of plays a role into the motivating factor and how you should be more passionate and things like you want to do. And like I think people, a lot of people struggle with the things they're doing because they're not passionate about it and like mm. they don't have a love for it. And I think where you got some people got to understand is like sometimes you got to do things that you might not like in the moment to do things to set yourself up in a better position down the road so you could do the things that you really want to do. Right. Um, the best thing I could say in like what I've done is mm-hmm. create the income uh, so I can invest that income and then I can do whatever I want, right? Mm-hmm. And I don't think people's purpose or passion is the same throughout their life. I think for the most part, people people change, you know? Mm-hmm. Today you might care about, you know, riding your bike, but tomorrow you're like, I want a kayak, yeah. right? And that's just kind of how it is. I, I always tell people, find something you like or can tolerate that makes good money mm-hmm. and then just tolerate it and save, like it, it's a long game. Like a lot of people, they want it now, right? It's preach. It's it's unfortunate, but like if you want to buy that brand new car, like I say this all the time, when you're out of college, you should not be buying a brand new car. Okay, like that's horrible idea. Mm. Save that money. Save it. Buy a half decent used car. Save the money. Give yourself those reserves, and then start thinking about how you want to invest it. Right? Yeah. There's there's a lot of investments that you don't actually have to participate in. Right? You can buy property in like a, a trust, so to speak. It's like a stock. Yeah. So you can you can own property but not manage it, right? Yeah. And you still get a phenomenal return on it. 
Mm. I think, obviously, for two people who are kind of more financially inclusive into understanding what we want, I think that's really good advice because, like, I always tell people, just even just something basic, like sit down, look at what you're spending, look at your spendings, like look at what you're taking in for income. Like if you have loans, like student loans or a car loan or whatever it is, like look at that, understand where you are and make a plan. Like if you have no plan, and this applies to anything in life, if you have no plan, you're not going to be successful. 100% fact. It, like if you, if you fail to plan, you plan to fail. It's, it's facts yeah. I mean it's so aggravating because there's so many people now that you see just like just going through life willy nilly and like you even see it through like our parents generation and generations before like I think it's I think it maybe it's something that's passed down it's just to be kind of like I think it's motivation honestly mm, like so. you, you lose that over time like True. if you don't maintain it if you're not with it if you're not around the right people you'll lose it and it it's hard to bring that back man I mean when you live a life that you're satisfied with you know, it's almost the perfect life kind of thing. Like, you drive a half-decent mm. car, you have a half-decent house. Like, you're like, yeah, but why am I going to put more effort in? I have a half-decent life. But people don't understand that it's just that little extra effort, that little extra motivation that could literally set you for the rest of your life and your kids, to be honest. That's that's kind of something that I've, I think about more and more as we get older and we're getting towards that age where eventually, like, I think most people would love to have a family if they could. Like, obviously, some people can't and things happen, but, like, gotta be focused on yourself and build what you need to build in your life but i look at it as like passing down a name like building a generation like i always say you want to put your kids better off than what you had or like that's what i want like i want my kids to have a better life than what i had and right. like i'm not saying i have a bad life but like it's that progression of constant building like i want this to be a constant thing where we're constantly growing and that's i preach that growth like you can't just be i think something i talked about is comfort zones and i think oh, comfort yeah. zones are the fucking worst place to be in yeah I call it actually in the financial world, we call it the financial thermostat, mm. right? Everybody has that level. And I I'd, I'd honestly tell people to take a look at their financials and see where that level is. You have a specific number subconsciously that you have, especially yes. with like your bank account, right? Yes. It maintains that level, but never goes higher. And we call it the financial thermostat, right? That's your motivational level. Like you aren't comfortable having more money than that, or you think it's the opportunity to spend it, right? And you want to push that envelope. As far as you can. If you can only save $1,000, push it to 2000 Push it to 5000 10000 20000 And just keep pushing it. Because if you can save $20,000, I'm telling you right now, there's a lot of stuff you can do. Especially in the investment world. Mm. Step one for financial independence or wealth building is saving. If you cannot yes. save, there's quite literally nothing I can say or do to make you successful. Facts. I mean, that's where people struggle the most. And something, a situation like right now with a world pandemic where a lot of people yes. are out of work, like mm-hmm. that is some really good advice is like build yourself because you never know. Because like the people are losing businesses, their restaurants, all these different like properties and like losing their cars because they make can't make payments. It's like you have to build a little net for yourself in a case a situation like this happens because there's, you're not, it's not your fault. Like, it's nobody's fault that right. you're, you're not working. You can't predict this, mm-hmm. right? And that's why every financial advisor, or any good one at least, will tell you you need cash reserves. You need money there just in case. Mm. The recommendation is like three to six months, right? And if you could push a year, just think about it. If you lose your job, are you worried if you have a year of savings? No, yeah. No, you're not going to be worried because you're like, I have plenty of time to find a new job. It's just, are you comfortable leaving that amount of money in your bank account? Yes. Could you do it? And it, you got to remember, it's the expenses, that's why step two is reduce your expenses, mm-hmm. right? Number one, learn to save. Number two, uh, the emergency fund too, and then reduce expenses. Cut buying the bullshit. Stop buying the bullshit. If you have a five hundred dollar car payment, you make fifty thousand dollars a year. I'm I'm questioning 
like what you're doing there. <laughs> <laughs> See, that that's something that's just like, it's like a why. Like, why would you do that yourself? Right. You're putting yourself in a dangerous situation where like one thing can happen and you're kind of fucked. I mean, like, Correct. basically, it's kind of like, and maybe I'm a little more like aware of this being accountant. It's like, I'm a more... You I probably do, see it yeah, so much. Yeah, that's why. I deal yeah. specifically with that type of stuff. So like, you look at that, it's like, these certain people, I'm like, why would you put yourself in a situation like that? Like, I honestly think it's... <laughs> It's the people they surround themselves with, right? Because everyone will be like, oh, yeah, buy the new car, buy the new car. You really have to sit back and be like, that's a bad idea. It's just clothes, shoes, like jewelry, yeah. all that shit. It's some of that it. stuff is nice, right? Yeah, for sure. If you and can you afford sh- it. And, yeah. And, and, treat yourself. Exactly. Right. And I think people inflate the idea of can afford it, right? Like the majority of Americans, believe it or not, spend more than they make every year. Like if they make twenty thousand, they spend 30, 40, 50 because credit's available. Yep. And they think that that means it's time to spend more. But no, I mean, use that to your advantage. I tell people... Be smart with the credit. Yeah, credit cards are phenomenal, all right? There are so many good credit cards I can recommend that'll get you points, and you could travel for free. Yeah. Completely free. You don't ever have to think about traveling. Just based on normal expenses, you can pay for a vacation. So right there, that's a savings immediately, because now you don't have to think about paying for vacations. Mm. Now you have that thing to look forward to, right? And then a car... You can get a half... I drive a Porsche, right? Mm-hmm. That was not an expensive car, right? Both of my cars, I have a Ford and a Porsche, are probably less than most people's individual car, okay? And I drive a nice-ass car. Yeah, you do. You definitely so, do. So, I mean, it's there. You can have nice things. It's just you need to be a little more conservative. Yes. You got to cut... Like we said, cut the bullshit. You don't need to buy all these, like, crazy different things that depreciate in value, like... Almost uh, everything does. Yeah, exactly. Almost everything. The only things that don't are high-end cars, high-end watches and jewelry, and property, as long as you take care of it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that That's the kicker. That's when people just don't. Everything's always take care of it. Yeah. Because yeah. like people will buy nice things and then not take care of it. And that's the same thing like with your body, your relationships, yes. all these type of things. And mm-hmm. like I've talked about on several different episodes is you need to take care of the shit that matters. And like I think the first step before you even start thinking about all this stuff is work on yourself. I yeah. preach that a lot. And that's something that. I think you could probably touch upon too is like being able to work on yourself and get yourself into the position to do the things that you're doing currently. Yeah, it's actually crazy you say that because the best investment is the investment in yourself, right? Mm-hmm. Warren Buffett says, everyone honestly who's successful says that, right? A book is cheap, a book is dense. You can literally buy a book for just about everyone who's successful, right? Richard Branson, the guy who owns Virgin Mobile, Virgin Galactic, Virgin. Uh, cruises, all that stuff. You can buy his book, right? It's like 200, 250 pages. And he literally dictates everything he's done, how he did it. You get this dense, uh, he's like, I think like 60s or something like that. 60 years, okay, of a guy building billions of dollars. And you can learn it in one book. And you can go read the same book by someone else. And then by someone else. And then by someone else. And you have years and years of experience from what, like 100 bucks? 100 bucks? But everyone wants, this is crazy, because everyone wants that, like, get rich quick kind of thing. Yep. It's like, I promise you, none of them are get rich quick, okay? No. They might front it as get rich quick, but unless you want to, you know, dedicate 100 hours a week and, like, full on, like, it's, you're not, it's not going to happen, dude. <laughs> yeah, it's, I, str- I get so weird about that when you see certain people who are just, like, trying to do something to make a quick buck. It's like, that's not how that's going to go, because you're, if you can't, the basic concept I kind of look at is like, if you don't know how to save and all that stuff, it doesn't matter how fast or quick you can make your money, you're just going to fucking lose it because you don't know how to manage your own money at the end of the day. Like, and I preach it a thousand times. For me, like, money, I don't care how much money I have in my bank account. My thing is more just 
making sure I'm mentally in the right position. I'm happy with what I'm doing and I'm making a difference with people and putting out that message. And that's something that you're kind of preaching too. It's just like, right. cause obviously we live in a world that's based on capitalism. That's kind of what it is. Right. And like money is tied into everything that we do. Like everything is usually somewhat tied, like financially driven. There's everything always, is. And like, you can't get away from that. Correct. So you need to take that into consideration when you go about your daily business and who you are and what you want to be. But like, don't, if that's not what you want to do personally, don't get overconsumed in it. But you need to understand, you need to be aware of that, and play that plays into a role of your mental health and like your physical health. Like, because some people could get, I think Andrew Wu talked about in one of my episodes about managing his personal health. Because like you're putting in a ton of hours into your business, you're doing all this crazy stuff because you want to be successful and you lose track. And like I, we even talked about the other day, you asked me about I, th- I forget the words, the wording of what you asked me about taking a break. Yeah, yeah, I think yeah. that touch upon that. Like yeah. that was something really good that you said. It, it's kind of weird for me when it comes to like taking breaks, mm-hmm. right? Because I genuinely love what I do. Yes. Right. I love what I do, and you would post. I think it was Instagram. Yeah, you posted something about like it's always important to take a break. You know, step away from what you're doing. And I'm like, honestly, I can't mm-hmm. because I love it so much that stepping away is actually like I lost something. Mm-hmm. Like every day I wake up, I enjoy what I do, I love what I do, and I continue doing it. But you you had touched on it a little bit and you were like, yeah, but you have to step away, right? You got to give yourself some Healthy. time. Yeah, give yourself some time. Yeah, you might not love it, right? Because mm-hmm. you love what you do, but you need that time. Give your brain the break, you know, spend time with family, spend time yes. with friends. And it's it's so right. And I do do it. I very much do. But I think people sometimes think more about long-term, mm-hmm. right? And it's kind of weird because they do and don't. Yes, um, but I I for, me, for me, I think really long-term, like, 10 years in advance. Like, that's where my head is. I'm thinking 10 years from now, if this decision I'm making, is it going to help me 10 years or not? Mm-hmm. And sometimes it's like, no, Matt, <laughs> right now, you could be dead tomorrow. Exactly. <laughs> it's like that constant struggle between the now and the future because you need to be, obviously be in the present and understand what's going on and enjoy, live in the moment. I try to preach that as living in the moment. But don't be fucking stupid and understand, don't spend all your money or do crazy shit right. to risk your life where you, you want to live a long life and impact people in a positive way going forward. Like, you just got to understand you don't want to put yourself in negative situations and like hurt yourself long term like for short term satisfaction. Like, yeah, it's 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 one of those things where mental health, right? And that's like yes. a big thing for you. Um I think it's so important. Like honestly, and I've neglected it a good amount. Like it's a weird subject cuz mental health isn't just like, oh, you know, you're depressed or Mm -hmm. you have some issues that you're dealing with your bipolar, whatever it is, it could literally just be like you're stressing your body out, right? You are taking too much time. You're working too hard. Um, Take a break, go on a hike, go, you know, ride a bike, Mm -hmm. something, you know, get yourself out of the whole rut, right? I always say, if you're not feeling good, if you're feeling depressed, change everything, right? Change the, uh, when you wake up in the morning, change the route you go to work. Like, uh, when you get home from work, stop at a Dunkin' Donuts, go a different way, whatever. Change everything about your life and then see if it makes an impact. Because honestly, you're probably just getting stuck in a rut, right? You're doing the same thing every day and your body's like, this is not what I was made for. This is not inspiring. Oh, dude, that is fucking to the T, the type of shit that I've been preaching. I'm so glad you said that. Mental health, for me, is just something that I had to be more aware of and more mindful of. I wasn't. Like, I wasn't taking into consideration, like, how I was feeling during my days because, I work in a type of job where it's, things are very consistent. Like I get into a consistent thing where I work out three, four, five times a week. Like I get into the consistency of stuff and like 
I'm like you where I, if I'm really enjoying what I'm doing, I'm in my routine. I just keep doing it, keep right. doing it. And then you burn yourself out a little bit and like, like, why do I feel like this? And like, I think I talked about it's the build up too, yes. right? Like you, you're sitting there in the moment. You're like, why am I like this? But it's, you can't think of it because it's been over time, mm. right? It's been building and building and bottling, so to speak. Right. And then it starts overflowing. And you're like, why do I feel like shit? And it's like, well, have you looked at what you've been doing the past month? Like you've been working 80 hours a week, man. You haven't said hi to your mom. In like a month, like yeah. what's going on? I think it's I think it's key too that you recognize that you have to recognize that you're feeling that. And I think I talked about it in the last episode with Angelo is with men, I think a lot of times is like we don't recognize well, we can recognize it, but we don't talk about it and be open about what we're feeling because like we're taught, I think, at an early age, like to not be that way. And it, I think that's so hurtful to yourself. Like it's a disservice to your own person to like neglect those emotions and hide those emotions like be open with who you are and that's something like i preach on this podcast all the time like i'm comfortable with saying i've been depressed before i have anxiety like about such certain situations and i'm not a positive person all the time i get sad i get negative like it's normal to feel like that and it's healthy too very healthy and i think i mean just to touch on it, it it's a big deal right because our whole lives you know with your dads and your friends and all that stuff, we're always told, like, dude, just let it go. Let mm-hmm. it go. Don't. Uh, no one wants to hear it. Like, that kind of stuff. And it's like, you know, no one wants to believe it, but when you bottle that shit up, that's where you see aggression. Yes. Right? Like, people bottle it, bottle it, bottle it. And then you see someone lash out, and you're like, oh, my God, what an asshole. And it's like, well, honestly, when I look at it now, now that I know all of this mental health stuff and, like, the, culturally how we're not allowed to show emotions, all that kind of stuff, I just see a man who's in pain. Mm. and hasn't had someone to talk to. Yeah. That's what I see now. Because it's all bottled up. Yeah. You can only hold so much. You see it, and like, it's just someone that doesn't know how to communicate. It's yeah, just like, it's, it's a scary moment, right? Your whole life, you're like, no one wants to talk about it, no one wants to talk about it, and you're like, I need to talk about it, and you mm. don't know how. I think something I'll preach out there, too, is like for men, if you need to see a therapist, I think most people should see a therapist. There's nothing wrong I think with seeing everyone it. should see a therapist. Facts. Everybody. Because you're getting judgment from someone or getting advice from someone that has no bearing on your life, that's just gone to school, has understood the psychology behind the stuff. and like It's that has, third party, man. Yes. They have no relation to you or the people you're talking about. And you get this outside perspective. Yes. Right? And that is so valuable. It's Because huge. you are biased, whether you believe it or not, mm-hmm. at all times. You... It's just, it's the facts of life. So if you take someone who's not in your life, has no biases, they're going to look at it objectively. And they're going to be like, no, you shouldn't have done that. And then you're going to be like, well, no, 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 like, blah, blah, blah. And then you'll be like, no, like, l- listen to it. Like, you did that because X, Y, Z, and that's not justified. Like, you can't do those types of things. And they help you recognize that. Yeah. And they help you talk through it. And then if, if you have problems, like you said, they have degrees, right? They understand psychology. Yes. So they're not going to walk you down, you know, a scary ledge right they know how to deal with those things exactly and i think it's too it's definitely normal to say is like you don't have to have just one therapist if one person doesn't if you don't click with them or just like you don't feel like you're getting the right advice there's plenty of therapists out there there's yes. a lot of people especially right now who are looking to get into that field who are looking for jobs there's plenty of people out there to talk to and for me i've said it before like podcasting has been my therapy i mean we talked for fucking what almost like an hour and a half before like yeah just like just like i don't think we've really ever had a conversation like this so, like it was nice to like re to like engage in that and beginning to kind of see where we were and just like what we were up to and like talk about stuff because like i think i don't always talk about personal stuff in the podcast like mm. to a degree because it's one it's personal and right. some, some of y'all don't need to know that stuff right but like i talk i'm very open with a lot of other things but it was good to talk about that with you to kind of get your perspective on some of the things that I've gone through and just see right. what you've gone through and just like 
give advice back, and it's the back and forth, that communication, which is crucial for especially, I think, men in general. Yeah. I mean, I always go back to mindset, mm. right? Like, I won't mesh with someone if they don't have the right mindset. Yes. Right? Like, you have to be open-minded. Like, yes. that's, like, super big. Like, if you're walking into a conversation and you're unwilling to change your mind, you're not going to get anything out of it, mm. right? Just take, even if it's not your perspective, Yeah. like, you don't believe what they're saying, listen to it deeply like genuinely listen to it because that might change your perspective you might have not thought of something the same way right like if, if someone says you know i like dogs and they like cats they're like yeah but cats are self-sufficient it's like oh shit you know what yeah i have to take my dog out every single day and it's kind of a pain in the ass you know yeah so it's that's a good way that, that, was, a, that was a really good way to put that too because like i think not a lot of people understand that too and especially in a society that we live right now like if you're not on one side, you're the other. And that is just like... Yeah, that's polarization. Not, I don't like that because that's not... Because right. I think a lot of people float in the middle between things because like they don't... I think it's the education. Yeah. Like you don't want to pick a side when you don't know the facts. Yes. It's an education purpose where we need like... Not to get too too much into a lot of stuff. Like I support a lot of the stuff with the Black Lives Matter for, for the most part. I think we need to be more mindful and we need to be out there with educate yourself understand the facts of these certain cases sign if you need to sign certain petitions sign certain petitions listen to the people who have been going through this for years and years and listen to them understand it do your own research i think a lot of people just get stuff off mainstream media off twitter off all these other sites which i think twitter is great because it allows us to get like a person's perspective that's not biased from media but sometimes those people are biased from certain things so you being mindful of where people come from but educate yourself and be open to being educated because people just like have this certain belief and then they close out whatever they're thinking about. Like, this is what I believe and I'll die by that. Right. I don't agree with that. Yeah. I mean, overall, everyone's got an agenda. Everyone yep. has something that they, they want to fight for or not fight for or fight against. Mm-hmm. Right. And I just think it's important for us to give everyone an opportunity. Facts. Right. Everyone needs a voice. And if someone's disadvantaged, we should help support that yes. at all times, no matter what it is, Black Lives Matter, women's rights, whatever. Yes. Right? Agreed. All the time. And I and I don't think anyone really fights against it, honestly. And I don't, you do, you're a fucking piece of shit. I'll <laughs> say it. I don't give a fuck. Like, if you're against the Black Lives Matter movement or you're against, like, women's, like, the gender stuff, like, LGBT, LBGQT, I don't know if I said that right. I, I don't know what the new, LGBT is what I've always known it as. Whatever. LGBTQT I'm, so, I'm sorry now? if I pronounced yeah. it wrong. Like, you know what I'm saying. If you're against that type of stuff, I don't just, like, like, educate me and why you're like that, but, like, I just... I believe everyone has a right to be human. <laughs> like right. you have a you have a voice and you have a chance to be a good person. If you're not a good fucking person, I mean that's a whole separate issue. I think a lot right. of, we but have it's a lot di- of people, it's a different issue. Completely. Yes, it's just we need to be good people. We're fucking all humans at the end of the day. Like right. just be kind, be positive. And I know it's hard. It takes a lot of self reflection to understand why you are the way you are, and then that gets portrayed onto other people, for yeah. sure. It's it's I'd love to see a world that was perfect. But it, it's unrealistic. It, it's unrealistic, right? People are going to hate just to hate. Yeah. And that's, it's you a have, sad truth. You have bad people. But let's try to educate the people who still, we still have a chance with, you know? There's a lot of positive change going on yeah. right now. And I like a that. A lot. I love that because I think someone said it, they, I don't know if it's the news, the way they're wording it, but race, I think racism is worse than fucking the pandemic. Like, mm. this shit's been going on for years and years. And like, it sucks that it's taken this long to even get some of the change that were happening. It's like, why are like why is it now that businesses are like, signing on to this because like it it fits their bottom line like the NFL like for me I'll just touch upon this we don't have to get too deep into it but like the NFL is like now it's like oh we support Colin Kaepernick for all that stuff and like cuz like he was kneeling for the flat kneeling at the national anthem and those protests like now that this stuff is like 
supporting your bottom line and your players are actually voicing their opinions, you're going to flip now? It's just right. like... It, I'm I'll, I'm open to people changing their ideas, but like when I feel like it's somewhat tied to it's business, different though. it's like no, but it's different, yes. right? Because they chose that as a business stance, yes, right? And now yes. they're changing it because of the, the you know, social pressure. Yeah, so that I'm not okay with, right? I mean, if you're taking a stance, it's a business stance. Like I can understand that, right? To a degree, yeah, because business in general, like whether you want to believe it or There's not, no feelings in business. It's a business is made to make money. Yeah. That's what a business is, right? And everyone benefits from it. Um, I think the way they handled that was kind of weird, Yeah, honestly. Like, I wasn't super big into it. I just heard it and I was like, oh, that's weird. I don't know why you're making that such a big deal. Yeah, I mean, exactly. But now that they're flip-flopping, I'm kind of like, okay, that's there's so many honestly disrespectful. Yes, I think there's yeah. a lot of people, a lot of people in businesses because like, obviously support change and growth especially as a human being. Like, if you can become more educated and understand those, why people were doing those certain things, support that for sure yeah when i feel like it's that way i don't know but without diving too much into it we don't have i just wanted to acknowledge that talk about that a little bit it's like be mindful of the situation that we're living in and what's going on in the world i think if you don't talk about that and you're not aware of that stuff you're kind of just ignorant to the situation i think there are people who are out there pushing bad messages in both sides but yeah and i mean the big thing for me just overall right like i support what's right at Mm -hmm. all times no questions asked but I, I want people to really take some time to educate in terms of what they're posting or what they're looking at. Um, there's a lot of misinformation out there, mm-hmm. right? And I think it's agenda-based, yeah. right? Like people are pushing stuff because they want you to think or feel a certain way. And I just want to empower people to literally take some time, look at it, yeah. really l- look at some independent sources, look at multiple sources and verify it. So you know what you're supporting mm-hmm. because it, it doesn't send a great message when you support something that's not true. True. Right, because it, it just kind of ruins what we're doesn't standing feel, for here. Doesn't feel authentic either. Right, it just kind of like it's just listen. That's something that I've learned on the podcast too. Is just listening to what people have to say, digesting it, and respecting it, and being open minded to where people come from. Yeah, some people you're gonna fucking disagree the fuck out of with some people, and you're gonna hate all the their, time. Yeah, and that goes with everything in life. Like talking about just. Look, first take a sports show, debating different topics. Right. Like you're never gonna have the same opinion as someone else. It's just life in general. So like that's what I feel like ESPN is though. Every time yeah. I watch ESPN, it's like this guy thinks one thing, he's the opposite. You know? It, yeah, it's just it's everything. So like, be mindful, people. Just listening, and that's something with the podcast is like learning how to listen and communicate healthy in a healthy manner and be respectful of people. And like, we're all we're all looking to have a voice at the end of the day for whatever we're trying to support and doing in a positive way and inspire change in people and like get people to feel motivated to do things. And And I think it's powerful. Honestly, I, I think the only way to fight hate is with love. Yes. Right. I genuinely believe that because if someone's hating, they're really hating themselves. Yes. Right. They're projecting. There's pain. There's tons of pain and they need love. And if you give them that love, I think for the most part, it's going to work in your favor. And you're going to help that person. Yeah. Because they probably have some mental health issues, right? Like they're going through stuff. Yeah. And they're projecting. They're basically psychologically telling you, help me. Yes. You know? It's just love. It's love, compassion, and being there for people. And that's something that ties into the mental health stuff, which we've talked about earlier and we will continue to talk about. It's just, I want to be a voice for people to feel comfortable. And that's what the platform I'm building, too, is you to come on my podcast. We have a legit, real, honest conversation that we'd have in real life. And be open about ourselves because someone might hear you talk and get something from that that wouldn't have gotten that message if they didn't hear you from my podcast. Right. And same with me. Like, I'm in the process of, I think, I'm not going to give too much details, but I'm trying to eventually hop onto YouTube and I'm looking into possible vlogging separate from the podcast because, like, 
I don't always like doing solo episodes because like I don't like them just me talking all the time. It's just something I just don't like doing because like I like hearing from other people too. Like that's why I like doing the podcast. Right. <laughs> so in general, like I want to. I've been doing research on that stuff, and that's something in the future you guys could hopefully expect. And then I want to record the podcast too in video format. Like I think it'd just be cool, something cool to have to look back on that I can put on YouTube. I don't care if people want to watch it; they can. Like sometimes I feel like watching Joe Rogan's podcast in, on YouTube. Sometimes I feel like that. But I don't know. For just switching back to mental health and talking about that more, because I, I just I just feel like that needs to be more in front, especially with everything going on. How have you been dealing with the pandemic? And have you been working from home more? Have you been able to go to different places? How have you been approaching this pandemic in general? Honestly, uh, I'm a really social person, so mm-hmm. it's it hasn't been great, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I miss being out, seeing people. I mean, I was a regular at a lot of different venues and I miss those people that I know. Um, but overall, I mean, I've coped with it, right? I've taken the stance of, you know, this is the situation I'm in. How how can I set myself up for success, right? So I watched some YouTube. I, I read a few books on it. And I came to the conclusion that I needed to set myself up with a routine that allowed me, like, so I had a strict bedtime. I woke up, you know, did my work, my daytime work. And then I literally immediately after that would play video games. And I haven't played video games in over five years, mm-hmm. right? But that is what I was going to use as my disconnect from work. So I did that and I actually found it really valuable because I was able to connect with like my friends and some new people that we were meeting. So that's what I would do. And then I would take the rest of the time to do, you know, my investing stuff and my yeah. financial stuff. Um, but yeah, it was just setting up the routine because I was getting to a point where I had zero motivation to do anything. Yeah. Like I woke up and I was like, I don't want to do this. Like this sucks. Like I'm in the house by myself and I, I just, I'm not feeling this. And it started getting to me. So I was like, I was aware of it, became aware of it. And I was like, now's the time to take care of it. Because if you let it sit, you might not get that mm-hmm. awareness again, right? So if you feel it, you know it, action. is the t- You have to do it. I love that. It's just being aware. Like, that's so key, especially with mental health, too. It's just being aware of what you're feeling and acknowledging that. I think, I forget, I think it was on TikTok or something. It was like, when you, because I'm an overthinker. So, like, I'll overanalyze the situation. That. Yeah, <laughs> I feel that. <laughs> I'll overanalyze the situation to the fucking death of me. And, like, I, I'm at least I'm, I acknowledge that. So, like, I've been trying to meditate more. Like, the past month, I've kind of fallen off. And, like, I feel that myself. Like, when I was meditating, I was way more, like, focused. Like, I can acknowledge that bad thought. Push it push it away. I don't need that. And what they, I think what the quote was was kind of, like, acknowledge it kind of like a wave. It comes and it goes. Comes and it goes. Like, yeah, that's, it's how, that's a mantra. teaching. Yeah. yeah. And that is something, if you haven't tried meditating, I think you should definitely try it. And I think you could probably get some value from it too. I do. I've been trying to put it into my, because the pandemic kind of screwed me a little bit Mm -hmm. because I was doing the 5 a.m., right? 5 a.m., go to the gym, come home, read and meditate and then start my day. And it was phenomenal, but I don't have gym equipment at my house. So (laughs) I have a little gym set up in there. So it's been, that's something like, like you said, video games were your thing. I haven't played as much video games recently, just like preference i guess but like i've switched to being way more involved in my workouts my workouts have gone way up i've been running more like actually including the weights better like i don't know if we talked about it before but i've lost like over like 30 pounds That's since phenomenal. Like, like 2019 like congrats <laughs> i appreciate it like i was in a really bad place and like i wasn't i was doing things that i wasn't happy with i was away from family away from friends like that was where i noticed the most most growth in myself was being by myself and that's why I took that leap of faith because, like, I wanted to go experience somewhere new. I lived in this town for my entire life. So I was like, I need to put myself in a situation that I'm uncomfortable with so I can grow. I need to grow. Yeah, and it's crazy because the working out thing, 
Uh, if you don't work out, anyone listening, and you like lack motivation, honestly, if you start working out, you are going to see wild changes mm. because you get these endorphins and these, uh, specifically for guys, you start building that testosterone back yes. up and holy crap. I'm telling you, it changes. Like, you feel so much more motivated. You feel like you could literally lift the world up with your pinky. Like, it, it's a phenomenal feeling. You have to. I think as... It, we're, Even we're for real, healthy, to be healthy. Yeah, <laughs> we're human beings. We have to... We're built to have that physical, like, like activity included in sunlight, too. Drinking plenty Super of important. water. Yeah. Like, that's something that's not been talked about. I talked about the last episode, too, with Angelo being, obviously, a personal trainer. So, he's more of aware of it. And our immune systems... Like, why aren't we talking about that? It's crazy. Because, like, I always say that. I'm like, people always say, like, oh, you know, I need to get healthier, but they never do. And those same people will pop Advils every time they get a headache, right? And I I always get mad because I'm like, you probably have a headache because you're dehydrated. Yes. Or you slept weird or you didn't sleep enough. Like, I've taken the steps and I haven't honestly taken a pill in probably two years now. I have not popped any type of medications other than my multivitamin, if that counts. Um, But I haven't because I just take the time to figure it out. Like, it sucks. But I literally know the second I get a headache, what the problem is immediately. Yeah. Because where it is on my head or how it feels, I know if it's caffeine, I need caffeine. Uh, If I didn't drink enough water or if I didn't sleep enough, like I know because I took the time instead of just mask. Because I think like an Advil is a a Band-Aid. Yep. Right. You're not fixing the issue. You're just pretending like it's not there. Right. And there's a time for it. Right. Like if you're you got to get shit done, like, okay, I get it. Yeah. But to be dependent on it. Right. I as dumb as it sounds, I think it's just as similar to every other drug right you are addicted to it you're addicted to the feeling and that's what that narcotics are that dependency bro like there's so many people that are so dependent on a lot of things whether it is a a person a drug or right food whatever it is especially right now it's it's probably it's i'd I'd give you more slack on it because the pandemic and stuff so people like fall into ruts and things like that but like understanding what you're dependent on and what's unhealthy for you like Water is like it's crazy it's, though because everyone's different. Yeah, because like some of the like if I have a diet plan, like if I have my meal plan, if I give it to you, it probably won't work. Yeah, because you're just a different person. Yeah, different, different. chemistry. Like that's why I talked with Angela. I, I fast. I love fasting. Like I've I can't fasting. do it, dude. I don't know how you do that. It's, the hunger it just gets to me. See, the thing is, what I've experienced in my personal trials and errors with it was once I've done it for like a few weeks to a month, I just like I, my body is used to it. So, like, if I start eat, bre- eating breakfast now, like, it's just not going to, like, I'm not going to, I'll have, like, maybe half the breakfast, if if anything. Because, like. How long do you go for? So, like, I'll try to cut. I, it's so hard at night sometimes because sometimes I like to snack and, like, <laughs> I, like, I like to treat myself. Sometimes, like, I like a cookie at the end of the night. Like, right. I'll go all day and, like, I'll drink plenty of water, eat good food, like, work out. If I want a cookie at the end of the day, I'm going to have a fucking cookie. <laughs> like, okay. But, like, I'll try to stop latest 10 o'clock at night from eating and then I won't anything until noon the next have you done a 24 hour yet i haven't done a 24 hour i've done like closer to like 18 to 20 hours where like i won't sometimes eat till like five o'clock at night like i'll go all day and just like sometimes i just don't don't want it like i just don't i i I don't need it like your body you gotta like understand too like for me my body doesn't need it like we've created this false i think belief that you need to eat three meals a day all the fucking time like right that's you think i think about like hunter gatherers and stuff well, they, it's funny. They didn't have food all the time, like yeah. I mean, I like if you have a busy day, like if you t- like if I'm at my property and I'm like doing something, I can literally go until five o'clock without eating. Eight yeah. o'clock to five o'clock without eating. Your body can naturally fast. Yes, right. It, it can. Does it. it does it while you sleep. Yeah, it does it, and it's. I think it's when you don't when you don't have to live a busy life or you don't have shit going on, then you're sitting there and, and now all you're thinking about is eating. 
I like, recognize that all I've the time. I've got that snack in the cabinet. Mm-hmm. I want to get that. Like that's what people think. It's like under, I understand that too. I'm like, am I hungry or am I bored? There's yes, a difference. That is yes. I don't. That's all I need to say. Because <laughs> <laughs> there's so many times I'm like, it'd be late at night. I'm like, uh, I kind of want some food. I'm like, bro, just go to sleep. You don't. You don't. <laughs> you don't need that. Because one, your body has more trouble digesting late at night. Your body's gonna go to sleep. It's gonna be doing all that shit so you're gonna have a harder time falling asleep because your right. body's trying to digest you might not get as a deepest sleep because your body has to digest the food that you just ate like it's i'm not an expert whatsoever so like don't take my shit <laughs> don't take the things i say as like per, for like taking and run with things i'm not a personal trainer all that stuff this is stuff that i've experienced and same for you we're just mm, like even correct. like everything we've talked about we're not like i always say this i'm not a psychologist i never go to school for that i'm not a doctor i'm not a personal trainer i'm none of that just Someone giving my opinions as of, what is it today, June fucking 13th? Yeah, I think so. June 13th, 2020. So this is what I'm working with. This is what I. This is who I am at the moment. I always say that. So take everything I say with a grain of salt. Like, kind of, I, yeah. I, I always like to put that out there, kind of like a disclaimer. Like, because some people will... Some people don't listen to everything you're saying. That's a well. Big some people problem. will listen to exactly what you say. True, There's right? definitely that too. So you got to be careful. You got to give that disclaimer. Yeah, I try to do it in the first in the in, intro too, but I try to do it consistently right. through my podcast. Kind of like, hey, I'm a human this is being. How I'm living, and yeah. like I'm not perfect, and acknowledging that because some people think they're fucking perfect. I don't. I don't understand where that comes from. I don't What's get that up? at all, like, man. I feel bad honestly when <sighs> yeah. I hear that because I'm like, you're losing out on a lot of growth. Yes, because you think that your life's perfect the way it is it's like you haven't explored like have you been to europe yeah. have you been to asia like wait. come on i can't wait until they open up international travel i'm I ready got, for it i'm going to like, bali dude i'm like <laughs> yeah. that's gonna be sick dude when are you planning that uh, i wanted to go this year i was gonna go to portugal and bali Ooh. um and i was gonna do it by myself i was gonna go solo fuck yeah i was just i think it's empowering and i, I think hell yeah I agree you meet with that. way cooler people because when you go with someone else right i mm-hmm. find this you gotta like mesh yes so it's like Oh, well, I want to go this, and they're like, well, I don't want to do that. You really learn who someone is when you go on vacation with them. <laughs> Real quick. <laughs> yeah, facts. Like, for me, what I've done by myself, I've gone on solo hikes, I've gone to concerts by myself, like, doing things by myself empowered me to be more comfortable with who I am. And I'm, So true, man. I met so many fucking cool people by doing that, too. Like, yeah. Even concerts. I met so many fucking cool people just going to a concert by myself because you're all there for the same reason. Yeah, but if you were with someone, you wouldn't be engaging. Yes, you'd be engaging with the person you're yeah, with. Yeah, because you'd, you'd be in your own silo. Yes. And I, you're so totally right. I, I love, honestly, now I love going out to eat by myself. Like, I didn't think I yes, could do I it. Yes, I love doing that. But it is honestly so cool. Treat your fucking self. Yes. <laughs> like, honestly, don't wait for people. Yes. Do not wait for Just go do it. If you want to try that new restaurant, I'm, you're probably going to like it more if you go by yourself. Yes. If I'm being honest. Because you're going to be more open to trying things like without being ju- feeling like you're being judged. That p- person might not be judging you anyways, but you... F- it's, People it's are probably feeling. judging you, yeah. but okay. just who okay. cares? Okay. <laughs> if there's anything you take from this podcast, don't care what people think about you or say about you. As long as you care about what you think about yourself, all that matters at the end of the day. It's so true, okay? If, if you love your life, okay, and you love yourself, other people will notice, Right. If you're insecure with yourself, people will notice. Mm-hmm. Just, just put out what you want, and the world will give it to you. Facts. But it's just like <sighs> breath of fresh like, air. <laughs> it's I love talk. I love talking to people that have that same mindset. Cause like, and I'm meeting more and more people through the podcast that do that. And it's something like I hope people can get something from like this, not just to start a podcast or just to build yourself a platform. 
to speak on yeah, certain objects. You honestly motivated me to start doing my Instagram thing. If really? I'm being dead honest. Yeah. I saw you do that. I'm like, what am I like? I have got so much to share. Like, why am I keeping it to myself? I love what you're posting. Cause like I learn stuff. Cause like, I'm not, I'm not the most educated person on any of that type of stuff. And that's mm. something I'm interested in too. Cause like you should be like, that's part like, it's so if important. You're, if you're any, if you're financially motivated in any type of way, as if you sh- you should be, I mean, yeah. like it's tied to everything. Like we said, like, you should be interested in learning more about that stuff, like to put yourself ahead. And like what we said, like it's not even all about being selfish about the money. It's about putting your family and your, yourself no, in a is, better position. People don't understand this, right? Money as at a root of what it is, it's just trading value. That's the currency we use to trade value. Yeah. All right. When you go buy a gallon of milk, you find the value of $4, right? If they charge $20, would you give it to them? No, probably no, not. <laughs> you wouldn't. Cause it's not that valuable. Like, you know what $20 can buy you. And that's why we have it. Unless you want to delete money and then you have to trade pigs for cows and trade a pig for milk. Like, yeah, it's like that's why we have money. Yes. We it's got value. Away from, we got away from that. Yeah. <laughs> we don't need to Thank do God. that. Thank God. We don't need to do that anymore. Like, and it allows you and me to do what we love. Yes. And then people will pay us for that value. And then we can use that money to buy things we love. Exactly. You're creating, quote unquote, a service for someone that they find valuable and willing to pay for. Right. And that's something I'm, I'm all for. If you're creating a service that people find value for, like... For example, like I went to before the pandemic started, uh, I don't know if, uh, excuse me, I don't know if you've ever heard of float uh, deprivation tanks. I have heard of those things. I did one and it was, cool. it was a really cool experience and I was going to do it again, but obviously things got pushed back. So hopefully they open up and I think they're phase two or three. And that's, that's when you, they basically remove all your senses, right? Yeah. So you're in a, a tank, so it's filled with Epsom salt. I forget how much pounds of Epsom salt with like 10 to 12 inches of water. And you just lay down. They gave, if you want, you could have a noodle on your neck or you could put your head down, whatever you that want to do. That sounds great. <laughs> and you get, I booked it for an hour and like, you just, it really showed me I needed to meditate more. That's what it well, showed that me. that is literally meditating. Yeah, it, it is. It, it's forceful though. Yes. That's the thing. Like when you, you realize, sit on the floor. You realize how much your mind just fucking yes. goes from place to place to place. Yep. And like, that you don't need, you shouldn't do that. You need to just breathe it's practice man because it, when you meditate like people get turned off because they're like oh my god i like the car goes by this like you have to learn to let those things go you're you gotta learn it's it waves it comes yeah. in and it comes out you see that let thought? it let it, it. yeah you gotta bro. let it let let it flow it comes in you think about it be like that's a car we don't need to worry about that yes and just dude. you let it go on and that right there applies to every single aspect of your life that's why so many people recommend it yes because literally it's the idea of like if you're an angry person, like mm-hmm. generally, or an overthinker, <laughs> or an overthinker, it helps because you're sitting there and you, when you hear the car, you're not. Maybe you get mad at the car the first time, but then you get okay with it. you become okay, yes. and you're like, okay, it's just a car, like it's fine. It's just a car. I'm not worried about that. Don't let little things affect your emotions. Right, and then uh, you apply it to life. Yeah, oh when you're at God. the bar or you're at, you get into a, a road kind of incident. Road rage. Road rage. <laughs> yeah, you learn to be like, look, it's. I didn't even hit them. They didn't hit me. Like, I don't know if you've ever on. seen the TikTok, but people who, who have seen it, who I share stuff with, the classic saying, it is what it is. Like, <laughs> it was a certain TikTok. If I could find it to you, I'll send it to you. But like, it's that mindset. Like, don't, certain people you could tell who take that mindset and are too deep into it. Because sometimes it's not, it's not, it is what it is. Like, there is more, more to it than that. But like that mindset of like, that is the situation. Sometimes control what you can control, basically, is how I interpret that saying. Like, I use psychology, honestly. Yeah, like, you when have I get to. When I get angry at someone, I don't show anger. I show disappointment mm-hmm. because people do not like disappointing people they care about. Yes. Okay? So if, if, if like, my that's mom does something do or my brother does something and it upsets me, I go, you know, that's really disappointing. I, ex- I honestly expect better from you. See, That part, hurts. You, the one thing where I'll 
I'll come at you to this was expectations. I try not to expect things from people. That is so, that you know that's right. You're right. Like it's so hard because like you want what you give out, yes. but you can't expect that back because everyone right. is so different. Hundred percent like, right. And you're just you were just saying that. Obviously, I'm not like because you. I know you believe that too. But like I do that sometimes. I'm like I, like no, I. No, but I wouldn't better. have even thought to bring that up. But yeah. you're right because like for me, I have an expectation like this is how fast you should grow or this is where I should be in 10 years. And I expect other people to want that, but other people want to live their life. Not everyone's on the same path or on the same level that you're at right. the moment, bro. Exactly. And that's something you like, have to accept it. Yes. And that is something like, it's hard to accept because like you want people to be better. Like, I want people to grow. You want people to be better and positive and happy like you are. Like you're happy with what you're doing and you want people to do the same thing. But like, Sometimes they're just not there yet. Sometimes it's hard, though, man. Honestly, it, oh, like, when so I see someone, hard. when I'm like, dude, like, you make good money, like, and you're, you can be places. They're like, I don't want it. I'm like, dude, you're hurting me. Like, that hurts <laughs> to hear that. Like, you, just a little bit, and you'll be all set. Be like, no, I just like living in the now. Yeah. I'm like, dude, when you're 65, you can't do what you're doing now. Like, you need something. That is the part where I think people need to understand it, too. It's like... Live in the moment, be carefree and all that stuff, but understand, the things that you could do right now, you're not going to be able to do when you're older, like, you're six, got... And medical bills get expensive. Especially if we're blessed to live to those ages, like, you won't be able, just physically and sometimes even mentally, to do the things that you can do right now, which I do support, like, traveling, like, taking the time off, doing those things, but, like, taking risk, like and to take you risk, don't have to you, take a lot man no you don't it's you really very don't. low you can invest like the most important thing in investing just overall is starting early the earlier you start the longer you're able to take advantage of compound interest and appreciation all that kind of stuff i started investing in high school okay i could stop right now and i'd be a millionaire by 65 like without a question because i started so damn early mm-hmm. that that money is going to grow 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 over the next yeah and who that, knows how long and that's literally what Older generations preach, like, I wish I started sooner. I wish I started sooner. Everybody says that. Anyone who's got success, they're like, I wish I wasn't such a dipshit and I just started it, like, honestly. And then, like, you hear that and you're like, you're right. And then most people don't do anything. It's like, it's maybe... But I'm here, right? And you're here. And I I tell this to everyone now. Stop being embarrassed of where you are, okay? I'm at my level, right? Let's say, just for speaking, I'm at the 10th level and you're at level three, all right? I want to help you. I absolutely want to help you. I want to bring you up. Because if I bring you up, I guarantee later in life you're going to help me somehow. Exactly. You're building a relationship. And furthermore, you're also getting them to a certain spot where you're. it builds a network too. On yeah. top of that, it's like... Because then they're going to help people. Yes. And then help, it's, help, help. Bro. Oh my God. That is like exactly what I've been trying to tell people too. Is like... By the, you have to empower else. yourself though. Yes. I'm not going to go looking. I'm not going to go looking. You. If you want financial help, right? I know so much. I've literally been learning personal finance for like the past 10 years. Ask. I've been in it. Ask. Stop being embarrassed. Honestly, stop. Wherever you are, I guarantee you can 10x. That's a Grant Cardone thing, right? Yeah. <laughs> if you want to 10x, you, you got to first put yourself out there, right? Ask. Do you want to make more money? Okay. Well, in, I, I'm on Instagram. Send me a message. Say, Matt, like this is where I'm at. How can I grow? What do I need to do? Or what's the options? ask it, it takes a simple question just sliding into dms or like i love like, them honestly yeah i look because i get to relive my past right and, and and help them come up and it's so exciting and exhilarating i get i love like my one of the things i never thought like even like you talked about a little bit like when i post the quotes people respond i needed this one today like i get I that too to that. like i love it i love that and like it's not something i would have expected from doing that because it's a like, weird feeling yeah like, like you only get it from i don't know it's like an endorphin or i don't know it I feels think, so good i think there's some tie it's like getting a text message like there's some instinct in our brain it's like 
I like this. Like that, yeah. like that feeling that's like someone, the gratification. Yeah. It's, there's something to that, which may be unhealthy, maybe not, but like in the way we're talking about it, it's kind of healthy. Like we're getting, we're helping people without trying to. Right. Cause like both in our situations, when we share stuff on our Instagrams, we relate to it and like we get value from that. So by sharing that, someone else might do the same thing. And that's the same thing with the podcast. So things that you might say, someone might hear, be like, wow, I never thought about it like that. Yeah. And just being open minded to well, it. Well, it's weird. I get some people that I wouldn't think would respond. They'll be like, oh my God, like, yeah, you're 100% right. Like, I wish more people said that. Yeah. Like, it's it's so cool. Instagram and social media in general is a fucking tool for improving communication and growth, but it's not the only avenue of communication. And that's, I've preached that and preached that and preached that because people get lost in that because, like, they just live on social media and, like, that becomes well, I think their they life. live vicariously through other people. Yes. Like, instead of, like, okay, if you see someone on Instagram, I don't care how many followers they have, if that's the life you want, talk to them. Yeah. Ask them, be like, look, like, you're living my dream life, man. Like, how do you do it? Like, where should I start? Can we talk? Like, whatever. Even if you have, like, I've done this to a few people, like, even if they're, quote, unquote, famous or have a lot of followers and you don't think they're going to respond, you'd be surprised you'd at be the number so of people surprised. that would actually answer you. Yeah. Especially if you, like, put some, like, thought in. You're not just like, hey, yes. give me something. Like, provide the value. Or be yes. like, look, I love what you're doing. I love how you do X, Y, Z. Um, how can I be involved? And that goes in with anything. Like, if you want to build a friendship with someone, like, a relationship with anybody, like, anything, provide, like, some thoughtful, well-planned, like, communication skills or a message for them like to try to build that relationship because if you're just going to classic the dry ass hey or like hey how do you do that or like some i have a candid response for those now like i just i just have a candid i just do basic yeah yeah, just auto auto send like it's just like i can't respond to that it's like and if someone's got six million followers you really think they're gonna respond to a hey yeah no no everyone said hey (laughs) yes you gotta have some value to it and like there's gotta be something in there that's like tied to your passion or like shows that you care there's something there's got to be something there no one wants to just basic shit like we'll provide the value yes all right and the value will come like if you see someone you want to be and you know of something that could help them like traveling is a good example if you know that the person you follow wants to go to iceland and then let's say they live in houston and you found a flight for like ten dollars or whatever send it to them be like yo dude look what i found you should really really go to iceland take some good pictures i want to see it you just made that connection and this guy's like dude that guy's dope yeah he just helped me out like it's, it's crazy it just i don't like, maybe it's just because like we talked about we're on different levels in certain people and we've just like we've got we've grown enough to like realize what we're doing and like be more conscious of like how we approach life and what kind of life that we do want but there's so many people out there like like i'll see whether it's a tweet or like a post or whatever and just like why do they feel like that like and like it, me like being me like i want to understand like i want to know why you feel the way you do or like, right. where you come from so like if I see you post something that sounds like depressing or something like that, I I feel inclined to reach out to see where you I are. I do like, now, honestly. Yeah. When I see someone say something or do something that makes me concerned, like, is this person, you know, having suicidal thoughts or is this person in a bad place? I reach out now mm-hmm. and I literally go and be like, dude, are you all right? Like, honestly. It takes one message to save honestly, a life. Honestly. Are you all right? And they'll be like, yeah, yeah, I'm fine. I'm like, no, seriously. Like, what's going on? Like, everything good? Or if someone loses, like, a family member, I'm like, look. Everyone says that they'll be there for you. I'm literally going to follow up with you every single week until I'm comfortable with yes, it. Yes, if you need if you need me, I'll be there for you. I'm, just I'm there. one of those people. I won't. I'm not asking. I'm going to be there. Yeah. Right. Because like the people that. who need you the most, they're not going to ask, ask for it. True. They're Very not going to ask. Very right. True. Just be there. Take the time. I, th- I just throw it on my calendar. It's not that big of a deal. Just me- it's a message. What two seconds? Hey, I'm just checking in again. You still okay? That's, That's it. Saying, even, even if you're like. Right now, it's been really good for people. It's just like FaceTime people, give them a call, send yeah. them a text, like do yep. something to show that you you're thinking about them. Like I always say, 
don't be afraid to text someone, hey, I miss you, or hey, like, I'm thinking about you, I hope you're doing well, like, that shit goes a fucking long way with people, like... More than you could... It sounds simple. Yes. But literally, if that person was contemplating taking their life that day, they're not. They're not going to do it. Because they just they just felt love. Yes. On their bad day, whatever. It's that reassurance, bro. Like, and people sound... People make you feel like that's kind of needy. Like, why do you need reassurance? Like, why do you need that? Certain people... Some... It's... Certain people need more than others. Like, it's... Yeah. It's... Every person's different. For me, like... I love reassurance. Like, I like hearing that because, like, sometimes, like, I'm an overthinker. Like, I just overanalyze certain things. Like, when you tell me, like, hey, I missed you today or, hey, I can't wait to see you soon or, like, just little stuff, like, that makes me feel good as a person. Like, I've talked about, I don't know if I've talked about on the podcast, but, like, love language and stuff like that. Just, like, Mm, being aware of what you like and what you don't like and, like. I'm big on the personality test. Yes. I love those things. Mm. Um, I literally ask everyone to do them because they're not perfect. No. But. Sometimes people have a difficulty explaining what they want or explaining who they are, what they're yes. looking for. So that immediately gives me a perspective of like, oh, okay, I get it. You're you're like a feeler or you like you're introverted for the most part, but when you're around people you like, you open up. Yes. Like that's so powerful to know. Like the fact that, oh, this person's closed minded. It's like, well, maybe they're not. Maybe they just don't they're not feeling it with you yet. Yeah, they, they, it's so it's so important to understand too. It's like first understand yourself. So take yeah. those tests, understand those things, recognize, hey, I'm an overthinker, or hey, I need your insurance. Yes, be honest. Honest communication will save you fucking so much heartbreak, so much anger and frustration. As long as that's what I say, say what you feel. Yeah. Say what you feel. Because like, we talk- No about one's going to judge. I mean, people will judge you for it, but- well, I'd you know. rather people judge me for how I feel than just to bottle up and judge myself and be like, why do I feel like this? Why can't I just say what yeah. I want to say? Like- I'd rather just say what I got to say and get it out there so yeah. you know where, I, I'm, where I'm at instead of like... Supporters are out there, man. Yes. You'll find and supporters. It's crazy. The supporters, nine times out of the ten, I feel like usually are people you don't even know. Like, Always. Like, Almost all... Dude, yes. Always people I don't know. The people I know, I think it's somewhat that they're afraid. I think they're afraid to say something. Mm. And I, I have yet to figure out how to like pull them out of it. Yeah. Like, why are they afraid to say, hey, I really appreciate that. Or, hey, I'd love to touch base with you. Can mm. you can you teach me about what you did? Like, I don't know why people are afraid of that. I feel like they, they're, they're, they feel like they're going to get judged. Yeah. Like that I'm going to like somehow say, oh, wow, like what the hell? Like you only make that much money. I'm not going to do that. Because <laughs> like, <literally, what? laughs> at the end of the day, like money doesn't mean shit we don't carry into our next life nobody cares nobody cares bro. nobody cares nobody cares how much you make it's how you use it okay exactly it's a tool it's a tool it's a tool and like i hope people don't take anything that we said in the beginning part it's like hey we're just financially motivated people like well the thing okay the reason i'm financially motivated is because it's a scorecard it tells me how am i doing am i providing value to people am i really you know progressing right like i'm a big proponent of tracking your net worth right assets minus liabilities it's really simple. And it's a number. It's literally the only metric that I know of that allows you to look at 2020 and 2019. Did you do better? Did you work harder? Did you provide more value? Yeah. It's the only way to do If it goes I negative... Like, I know what you're saying. I love yeah. numbers. I'm an accountant. I love numbers. Yeah. I've always been a math guy. I was never really into the English and like writing and stuff. Like, no, me neither. It was so subjective. Yes. I mean, I mean, this is kind of subjective what we're doing here. <laughs> this is like, that's true. That is true. But like... It took me a little bit to to find my my alleyway with this type of stuff. Like I wasn't, I was not like this all the time. Like I was mm. not. I was never the communicator. I was never the person that would tell you how I feel all the time. Like it took a lot of self reflection and understanding so where right. I come from. Yeah, and you have to do that as a person. And everyone gets to that point in their life where they have to do it. And some people don't. Some people ignore it for their entire lives. And hey, do you? 
I will never judge you for what you want to do in your I'm life. I'm here if you want to change. Yeah. I'm here to you support you. Yeah. I'm here. Exactly. I just like, I'll never push or put pressure on someone to be someone that they don't want to be or they're not ready to be that stuff. Right. Like, I'll be there to support you and like but that's the give thing, you advice. To push back on that. Yep. Come on. Um, one thing I notice is you can usually tell what a person wants, but they put like a barrier up. Yes. And like, I want to force them over that beer because I know that's what they want, right? Like, for example, someone who wants to start a business, yep. right? Like, I know tons of people, but they won't do it. They won't do it. They will not pull the trigger. And some of them are great ideas. I'm like, just do it. They're like, no, 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 no. It's not the right time. Or no, 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 I don't have enough money. I'm like, dude, it, that doesn't matter. I'll say this to continue with that too and to give you a, a, a different spin for people. Maybe think about, I'm not an expert on relationships in any way, but like understanding where people are not coming from where they say, hey, I'm not ready for a certain thing or like, right. hey, I'm not looking for this right now. Like understanding their why behind that because maybe they have really right. bad experiences in the past and like understanding that they need to, they recognize that, hey, I need to work on this and like be better and like, I'm still interested in you as a person, but I need to understand, I need to love myself more. And yeah. that's the same thing with that, where they're looking to start a business. Hey, maybe they were experienced like a bad financial thing in the beginning, but like they're working to get to that point too. And it's like, it's just yeah. a different, different perspective on the same you're thing right, you're though. talking about. I mean, I think for the most part, actually, I know people are more afraid to fail than succeed, yes. right? They, they're just, no one likes to fail, right? Honestly, at the start of my career, people kind of poked fun at me for, you know, oh, you're, you think you're going to do that? Like, you think that's going to work? Are you kidding me? Or, oh, you, you think that's a good buy? You think that house is a good one? I'm like, no, I know it's a good one. I did the math. Like, I know. Why are you, like, what's what's going on? People push back, man. Mm. Like, they, they make it hard. That's why I want to be there for the people who want to push it, right? And if if you're scared to fail, right, then you're not going to grow. Facts. It's, it's if you're scared of failure, heartbreak, loss, any of that shit. All of it. You're going to be this. You're, you're not, gonna you're fail gonna, a lot. You're man. never gonna grow because people. You it's it's weird because you only see certain people's successes on social media now. So like you don't see all the shit behind, and that's why like I like I don't like editing these podcasts because like I want that authenticity. I want you to see what yeah. we're talking about, that rawness to it. Like I like that because like people don't get that all the time, especially now or every where we live in a world where everything's so cleaned up. Like yeah, but dude, look, look at where we are right now. Okay, like they can, obviously the audience can't see it, yeah. but we're literally sitting at his table. He's got a mic on one side, I got a mic on the other side. He's not, he didn't sit here and say, oh, you know, I can't afford a studio, so I can't do a podcast. No, he just said, I'm going to buy a mic and I'm going to record it and then we'll go from there. Yeah. And you just, you put yourself out there, right? You Did you, what were your thoughts on failure? Did you think you were going to fail on this? No, yeah. I knew I was going to like have experiences where I'm going to like hit bumps in the road and like hit trials and tribulations, but I also knew that's normal. Like, I need to understand. Like, but you love this idea. Yes, because you're gonna have bad podcasts. You're gonna say stupid shit. You're gonna say shit that you're like, hey, I don't agree with that anymore. But like, you understand that and you grow from it and you learn and you get better at it. It's the key. It's with yeah. anything. Like, like you know, I just I, I feel bad though because I like want people to do the things they want to do, right? And when I see them, like, they could do it. There's no question in my mind. They just don't feel it you know like they're not at that point where they're like i know it's gonna work they're not at that level yeah it's like no no, come on dude let me pull you up yes let me pull you up that's what i'm all about like you might not think you're there but i, I know you could get there and i'm willing I've to been help there you. yes i've been there i've been there i've man. been there like i've gone through like i've done my shit like and i'm not trying to like we're still growing though yes we're always growing we're, still, we're just if at a different ever level stop growing as a person don't be in my life, please. Like I, just, I, I kind I of feel like that. that person's died. Like yes. the, their soul has died. Yes, like they just they just stagnated. And I feel bad. I feel, I do. I just like because I love my life. <laughs> yes, because like it, it's always going to get better. Because like we're growing every day, and like 
like I know there's gonna be days where I fucking don't want to do this shit, and there's gonna be days where I'm loving this shit. Like there was when I took the month off from doing this podcast, like one I just couldn't meet with people, so like I couldn't record. Obviously, I could try to do Skype and stuff, but like. Right. I want the face to face because powerful. Like, like you're, I'm looking in you, in the yeah, eyes. Like I'm it's looking like, at you, man. Like, <laughs> it's like it's real and like yeah. Like you need that because like you really hear what I'm saying. Like you feel it and like it's not fake and it's not bullshit for a fucking. You shit. could like, tell it's not manufactured. Yes. Right. Like we're talking. We're being very raw. Yes. Right. We're showing our feelings. We're we're letting people know where our thoughts are. Yes. And I think it's powerful, honestly, because a lot of these people listening, for the most part, I'm guessing. They want to achieve something or they want to do something. They just either don't know how to do it or are afraid people are going to judge them. Yes. Right? And I'm telling you right now, they're going to judge you. You're going to have to get over that. And your biggest critics are your closest people. Okay? My mom and dad are the ones who judge me the most. And it's not because they want to be mean. They're protectors. Yes, they love you and they want to They want to make sure that you stay safe. Yes. So when, you, when you're when you taking a risk, they're like, whoa, slow down. I had the same thing. My yeah. mom was a little nervous about the podcast. She's like, I don't know. Like, And then she heard it. She's like, wow, that sounds really good. Right? You sound yep. And she, I've had actually people. Then they support. Like, yeah, I've had a yeah. lot of people who were like, have you ever thought about psychology or like talking to people like that? I'm like, yeah, I have. But like, I don't need a degree to validate myself as a person for that field. Like I have my degree. I do what I do. But like, I definitely thought about it. And sometimes I think about maybe I could go back and like try to do that. But you don't need to. Yeah. Right? I, this is like this my is a passion. Yes. It's not a job. Right. Yes. You enjoy it. You love it. You don't know what the future holds. Don't go spend money on it, dude. Yes. Honestly, like just love it. And if you if you want that, you know, doctor type of thing, have them on. Yes. Bring them on. That, Ask the I, questions. Like, I had on episode three, my cousin, uh, Carrie, she is a licensed mental health counselor. So like exactly to sit down with her and talk to her whose family and it's had her own experiences with her mom was paralyzed by a drunk driver and she's right. gone through the different things so, like. She has experience in her whole life because as a therapist too, like I've learned from her was just like, you got to understand you're not perfect either. Like you shouldn't be. Yeah, exactly. And if, if you look at someone and they look perfect, you should question that. Yes. Because there's something there. Yes. And she it was a very good episode. If, I don't know if you've listened to that one. Or I not, have. It was that good. Was, that was a really it's good phenomenal. one. I was going to say, I recommend it. And it actually opened my eyes to a lot of things yeah. that I didn't think about. It gives you so. a different perspective too from a therapist's point of view. Cause right. like you don't, cause like therapists need therapists. Like, they, oh, absolutely. Like, Think about the stuff they listen to. Yes. Like, everyone has shit. Like, they need to get out there. And I always say, don't throw stones at glass houses when you live in one. That is that is great, man. Like, everyone's got shit. Like, everyone's got their own shit that if someone threw something at you, you'd break down to. Like, well, that's I, one of the things that my mentor tells me all the time. Um, and that's another powerful thing, right? If you're stressed out or don't feel like you have the ability to do something, there's people out there that can help you. There's mentorships. There's You could just follow the people on Instagram, for God's sake, right? And just listen to what they say, understand their posts. Um, but one big thing he says is, if I pulled out a camera and had them follow you 24 hours a day, would you be okay with that? Is there something that you wouldn't want people to know? Like for the rest of your life, they follow you with a camera. You take a shower, you take a shit, whatever you do, they see it. Are you okay with it? Because if you're not, that's what you need to work on. That's what you need to work on. If you're not okay with someone seeing you naked, okay, well, let's let's look into that. What's the problem? Is it you're not happy with your body? Is it is it something that you haven't come to terms with? Is it something that someone judged you? Mm. And you want to come to terms? Because he even says, he's like, oh, there's still time. I, I'm not ready for that. Like, I could not have a camera follow me. That's he's a like, good way to think about that. I know what my faults are where I don't want to pe- see people to see me. It's like, are you the same person... Yeah, on and off camera exactly and that's what i, I want to be i want to be that person where you hear me on this podcast and if you caught me in real life you're still getting the same energy like yeah i'm still that caring person i'm still here to listen to you like if you come to me and you have some stuff you want to talk about not on a podcast 
love that. I love when people come to me and like it makes me feel good because like it feels like you can trust me. Like, and I like that yeah, you can trust and you me. You trust with, my opinion. Yes, exactly. And I want people to feel comfortable with that. But for the general, this has been a great podcast. We are getting close towards the end, and I like to end this podcast too in a specific way. But before I do, it's about pursuing passion. So, if you is there anything else, regardless from that, that you want to touch upon? Um, no, I think I think we're good. I mean, I I hope people found value oh, in the stuff we've would. talked about. So I think especially this part with mental health and like hearing where you've come from and what your parents have done to yeah. for the the way you do things I find value in that alone so like if anything you've inspired me so I appreciate it's that phenomenal. and like that's why I always like doing I appreciate these. it thank you so the question I always ask to everyone would be what is the advice you'd give to someone who wants to pursue their passion I mean the big thing is understand that your passion doesn't have to be your job right it can turn into a job but remember that other things come with that, right? Like if you enjoy talking to people like you do, right? Mm-hmm. Then that's what you're doing in this podcast. There's other things that are involved, right? Mm-hmm. You have to edit that. You have to invite the person over. You have to communicate. You have to uh, post on social media. You have to do tons of stuff. And if you, like, for example, if you're a surfer, right? And you enjoy surfing, go go surf. Like, and then maybe hire someone to video you and then post it on Instagram or post it on YouTube. And that's where you make your money, right? Or if you're happy with just doing it over the weekend, just do it on the weekend, right? You don't, don't believe that you have to do or subscribe to someone else's values. Okay. Like if, if you want to be, you know, whatever it is and money doesn't matter to you, that's fine. Right. Like just, just do it. I fucking love that. Great advice right there. And shout out your Instagram real quick for me. Uh, it's Matt Ferreira official. Cause I can't get Matt Ferreira for some reason. Like <laughs> <laughs> there's, there's a lot of them, I guess. Apparently. Yeah. <laughs> I can't get Jared Carroll. So, I mean, it is what it is. Yeah. I'm trying dude. it's not even, no one has it. They just won't give it to me. <sighs> Is it was it a blank account or something? No, there's nothing. Like I'm, I was gonna trademark Matt Ferreira just so I could get yeah. the Instagram. <laughs> but there it is. I will also plug it in all my posts. And if you need to connect with him or me, I can connect you with Matt. It doesn't matter. He's a very open person. His DMs are always open. So I'd, he would definitely appreciate you reaching out to. It's always willing to help. Appreciate you for coming on the podcast. Appreciate you for taking the time out of your day to sit down and continually support me. I love that, and it's appreciated by me. Thank you. Absolutely, man. I'll give my little spiel. So if you like the podcast, please share with your friends. Rate, review. Love that shit. Uh, Tell your friends about me. carolconnection.simplecast.com, where you can find all the episodes. Also, there's Spotify, Apple Podcasts, all that stuff. Available on all those platforms. If you ever need to talk to me, DMs are always open. If you ever have a question about the podcast or something that I've said, Love to talk about it. Always open. Until next time, guys. Goodbye.